Welcome to the We Can Make Chat Show, the show where an all-Westers have a chat about how we're sorting out our housing. Yeah, and we're your host. Uh, my name's John Bennett. I'm a local resident. And the thing I like most about Noel West is the community spirit. Uh, so I'm Kate Chung, and I like living in Noel West because um, you can always hear the birds singing. Uh, I'm going to introduce our guest today. So we have two guests today. We have Gillian and Lewis. So Lewis, hello. Um, so do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and explain what, what it is you like about living in Noel West? I like the organisations that come together and, and do all the work in the yeah. community. Yeah, I think you're right there. And Gillian, hello. Hi. Oh, hi. So Gillian, do you want to um, introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself and you know, just one thing that you like about Noel West. Hi, um, I've lived in Noel West all my life. Um, I've been in my house where I live now for over 30 years. I've got a great bunch of neighbours um, and it's just a great community. And um, also at the back hiding, um, we've got Sam, who's our poet today. Uh, <laughs> Sam, do you want to just tell us a little bit about what you're going to be doing while we're doing the rest of the chat show? Uh, so I'm mainly going to be listening in and kind of writing down some of your responses, getting a bit of a feel for who you guys are and what you love about Noel West and what you think affordability means. Um, and then hopefully at the end of it, be giving you uh, a short poem, um, which I'll be working on uh, over the next few days and bringing back to you at a later date. And we've actually got an audience here as well. Um, if you want to say hi, audience. Hi. hi. <laughs> <laughs> Theme for today's show is affordability, especially affordability around housing. So um, we're going to we're going to look at affordability. And it, I mean, affordability to me, if I think of one word to, to relate to affordability, I, I would say income. You know, affordability is all about the amount of income you take in. So, what one word would you uh, associate with affordability, Michaela? I know it's not one word, but probably just like, not enough money. There's <laughs> <laughs> money. So, well, we're now going to move on to the game part of the chat show. And um, today our game is called Closest Wins. Um, so there is a right or wrong answer in this game. Um, so we're going to give you some sentences yeah. with some statistics missing. And you're going to have a guess at what you think they are. Um, that's going to be our guests. Um, there is a prize. Get a £10 B&Q voucher. There's going to be three questions, so it's best out of three. Um, but you, you will be getting a bit of help. So, so we're going to split the audience into two teams. We're going to have the, the, the front row. You can be on Lewis's side. On the back row, if you can be on Gillian's side. <laughs> and basically, it's, it's three questions. The closest to the answer wins it, and the, the one who gets the most answers right wins, wins the, uh, the B&Q voucher. So the first question is, uh, in Bristol, the average house price is how many times larger than the average household income, would you say? So is it one time, two times larger than the average income? And if we say the average income is about 26000 so the average house price, how many times larger is it than the average income? Before before we uh, give our answers, do you want to discuss that? Give you ten seconds to discuss it with your with, uh, with your with your, with your team. Your team, see if so they want to have a little bit of a confer, chat to yeah. the people. Yeah, can. Maybe I'm just looking at the wrong houses. Right, <laughs> <laughs> so ten seconds are up. So so so, Lewis and your team. So what what figure did you come up with? Uh, what do you reckon, Lewis? Ten. Yeah, and we're going to sit with 10. 10 times, so 10 times higher than the, uh, the average income. I and think it's more. Do so you think it could be more? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it, when you think of the average house prices in Bristol, it's quite high, isn't it? Mm. So what is the actual answer then, Michaela? It's nine times. Nine. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, so I would say, so one to Lewis there then. So did, the second question, do you want to? Yeah, so in Norwest, 
the average house price is how many times um, the average household income in the West. So house price in the West compared to income in the West. So same question, but specifically for the West. So 10 seconds to chat to you. So your confirm team. with your teams. So yeah, but I think that'll be 10 seconds. Time's right there. So Gillian, how many? What do you think? 11. Yeah. So, Lewis, what do you think? Uh, we've gone with eight. Eight, okay. Gillian? 11. 11. So the actual answer is seven. So oh, wow. slight, slightly lower than the actual average. So spot on again for uh, Lewis and his team. What on team? So hang on, I've, I've lost track. Who's winning? So uh, I think it's two to Lewis at the moment. <laughs> so you have to pull this one back, Gillian. We need to get this one in the bag. So the third, third question is, uh, what percentage of the monthly income would you consider to be spent on housing? Would you consider that to be affordable? So what percentage of your monthly income would you consider affordable to spend on housing? Now, this isn't just some things that we're, like, making up. It's actually come from an official survey. Yeah, it's a, it's a survey been done by the Nationwide Foundation, which is part of that, obviously, the Nationwide Building Society. So these are all statistics that have been, you know, they've, they've done a survey and found out that. So what we're looking for is what percentage of the monthly income would, would you consider to be affordable to spend on housing? Ten seconds so starts now. Same again. Confirm with your teams. Yeah, that's about, yeah. Honestly, about 30. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 then you've got money in the pocket, haven't you? Yeah. Okay, right, I think you're ready. Uh, so, Lewis? 25%. 25, okay. 30%. 30. Oh, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I think 30 would be the. Oh, yeah, so you have to it? go. Yeah, okay. So, the, the answer is between 25 and 35%. So, we're giving it to 30% because that's fine in the middle. In the middle. In fact, the actual, the actual figure for Bristol, am I right in thinking 47% is the amount this, this, this spent on housing at the moment of your monthly income? So almost half of your monthly income is spent on housing on average in Bristol. Yeah, which is actually quite scary. It's a lot of money, isn't it? And we're still really party city, so <laughs> somehow we're still making it work. <laughs> or maybe not. Um, and that's what we're about to talk about now. So, um, Oh, Oh, I thought we all knew. Sorry. Yeah, you so go on, go on. <laughs> Officially announced. Officially, so it's 2-1 two, two to Lewis, uh, Lewis and his team. Unfortunately, Lewis, you, you don't have to show your £10 being key basically. <laughs> <with your team. laughs> so find something affordable and being key for £10. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to the team. Oh. Coffee, maybe a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the next bit is more like there's n there is no wrong or right answer, um, and we're going to have a little chat with our guests. And the first question I suppose I'll give to Gillian, um, if you just wanted to tell us a bit more about your house, who you live with, and maybe what you thought of those those um, statistics in that game just now. I live it well. I live with my partner and my three children. Um, I've got two older children. Um, my daughter applied for a council place, couldn't get one. They told her because she was working. And she wasn't expecting. She didn't have any hope at all. Um, so we got planning permission and we've built an extension on the side. And my daughter lives in one part and my son lives in the other. So that my little one can come out of our room and have a bedroom of his own. Seems like a good idea. Good use of space. Yeah. 
yeah. So now I've got a playroom and a bedroom. So you're looking at it as a long-term yes. solution, Jenny, so they're yeah. going to stay with you? Obviously. Well, they've, they've got their own independence. Then yeah. they can fend for themselves, and then obviously they can save some money so that they can get actually yeah. on the property ladder. So it makes it more. It makes it very affordable for them to stay with you while they're you know, obviously trying to save up the money to get out, yeah. to get into their own place. So we're talking talking about young people. So so do you think that the, the, the affordability of houses is is it a challenge for young people? It is. It is. It is. They can't afford. To, well, if they if they as you said, if they spent most of their wages on rent, they wouldn't have any money for bills and all the little luxuries that go with it. Yeah, you have no life to you. Just all you're doing is just saving up all the time. So. So, Lewis, you want to tell us a bit more about um, <laughs> your house and who you live with? Um, and maybe a bit about, um, yeah, a bit about what you were thinking about those statistics that came up earlier. Um, so, I live with you. <laughs> I was wondering if we were going to skirt over that. <laughs> I was like, does this sound weird that we're, like, laughing at someone? Like, who do you live with? Ha, ha, ha. Um, but, yeah... Yeah, we didn't we didn't plan for that very well, did we? <laughs> Just follow the process and questions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> what is it like? No, no. How long have you got? So, so going back to this this percentage of monthly income that you spend on housing, would you? How did your your situation compare to that, Lewis? Would you say you spend forty seven percent of your monthly income on housing, or? You know, would, would it be thirty percent? Is it less than the national average? I would. Well, my answer was based on um, what what we what we spend on our mortgage. What um, you spend personally? Yeah, because yeah. we were we were really fortunate. We bought we bought our house in like two thousand and six. Um, so before like the big crash. Yeah. And, and before, you know, the the house prices going through the roof skyrocketed. So like, we bought our house at like what was a national average at the time, but. On reflection, is like really good. Now. Yeah, it's above that now. I take it. Yeah. Um, uh, so <clears throat> yeah, our, our our mortgage is probably like I don't know. Actually, yeah, it's, it's probably actually it's probably closer to thirty percent. Right. So you're also probably on the on the button there, don't you? Yeah. We have a uh, a daughter who's eighteen. She's about to go to university, um, but she's going to Bath Spa, so she'll still right. be she'll still be living with us. Um, so yeah, um, the, house, the like homes in Norwest are like they're well built and they're solid, but they're you know they 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 some of the rooms are a bit pokey. At yeah, times. yeah. And three adults living in even when she was little it was fine, um, but three adults is uh, can get a bit. Yeah, it's not enough space I suppose, to to break away from each other and that. And... Yeah, well we've got a spare room, yeah. so yeah. That's... A little haven, I guess. What do you think? What do you think their challenges are going to be like for her, her age and that generation with the situation like we saw in those statistics that we went through in that game just now? I mean, do you, do you imagine um, people her age can get a house as affordably as say you did, or we did? <laughs> no, um, which is a shame because I was hoping she'd be gone <laughs> <laughs> sooner than later. Um, yeah, no, um, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's. it's it's hard for anybody now, I think. So maybe put this to both of you and, like, whichever one of you wants to jump in. Like, so we were hearing about um, the stats around Bristol. Like, why do you think that it is so unaffordable in Bristol to live, like, with housing costs and everything at the moment? There's not enough empty houses to put people in. They're building them, but they're selling them. They're not putting them on, like, for lower yeah. wage cuts 
people to actually move into. So they're not building enough social housing then? No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> any other factors you think that could be, could be causing that? It's particularly causing the house prices. It's particularly in Bristol to be, to be sort of going up at much, a much faster rate than the national average. Lot of, people are living lo lot of people are living longer. Yeah. Um, so, and like a lot of, like round Darway, there is quite a few houses where there's three bedroom houses with one people living in. Yeah, uh, and, and occupancy. Yeah, as if they were actually family homes, then yeah. you'd get a more, fair few more people in there. So, yeah, I mean, that's quite good. With, with family homes, the, the houses were built for families, and yet now the families are growing up, they've all flown less and there's left with just one person in there. So maybe, like I say, a, a reallocation or, or a look at marrying mm. people up so we get, get the rooms taken up. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it sounds like the, um, it, things have changed dramatically, like Lewis was talking about the past, and if you bought a house or, you know, from a certain point, it was it was a lot more affordable, and these days the newer generation or anyone, anyone looking uh, to buy or even rent now, it's just, especially if you're in Bristol, yeah. it's just really, really difficult. Um, but there are other places doing some alternatives, aren't there? Yeah, I mean, we've been looking at different different projects and different different ideals that have been happening around the country, and there's quite a boom going on at the moment of you know self-building DIY sort of housing projects. Um, I understand you looked at one in Manchester, Michaela. Is that right? Yeah. Firstly, because I have some friends in Manchester, yeah. so I was curious how they how they were getting on. Yeah, but um, I just thought this was really cool. So, do you remember when we were looking at the stats and it showed that like between twenty five and thirty five percent of your income spent on your home per month was kind of like seen as an affordable amount, and that's not where we are at the moment. Well, Manchester obviously heard about that because their council has made a policy and basically capped um, your month the monthly cost of your home can't be more than thirty percent of the like city average income. So they're basically just putting the rule and saying that's it, whether they help people work out how they're going to do it, I don't know. But yeah. I just thought that was, I really liked that one, and that was the one I wanted to bring to the table today, and we'll chat about that in a minute. Um, you've got another one, though, haven't you, that's a bit more complicated than that? Yeah, I looked at it. It was quite complicated. It was in Brixton Green in London. It was a, a pay-what-you-can what you deal. You know, it basically, it's a community trust that own the land, and then uh, if you, you, you pay a percentage of what your annual salary is. So, so if, you're, for example, you're earning £100,000, you pay 10%, you pay £10,000 a month uh, a year on rent. If you're only earning £10,000 a year, you only pay £1,000 a year on rent. So it was basically having two people on completely different wage structures, completely different lifestyles, living in identical houses, but paying completely different rent. So the, the people that can afford pay comp compensate for those that can't afford. So I thought it was quite a good idea, but it, it, will, it does take a lot of commitment and it could possibly cause some friction between the, the two different organisations, the two different levels of people. So, yeah, I mean, it, was, it did look like a good, a good project. So did you look at one in, uh, in Cambridge as well? Yeah, so I thought this one was really nice and it really rung true to like the situation in the West, I think, because a lot of the houses are all the same, as we know, like three bed houses, and you have people, and in fact, this has got to have this problem across the city as well, um, that you might have um, an older person living on their own in a house um, with empty rooms, um, or you might have a younger person looking for somewhere to live, or a single person looking for somewhere to live and can't either afford um, a one-bed studio or would like to uh, live in a house and can't afford it. Um, and what they did is they did a pilot project where postgraduate students who um, couldn't afford normal student accommodation or any accommodation at the normal rates um, were placed within a scheme matched and placed with an older person who needed um, someone to keep them company um, and do like run their errands for them and things like that. And I just thought that sounded really nice and that could work with students, it could work with 
Young people, any, yeah, anyone yeah. really living on their own. So, so one is breaking down social isolation. So, and you're also getting the intergenerational thing. Young people working with older people, there's going to be lots to learn, lots of experience can be passed on. So uh, another, another project I looked at was, was the one we're sat in today, the We Can Make House. Uh, and and one, one way that We Can Make House is staying affordable is by using affordable energy, you know, building it with affordable products and building it with sustainable materials. So you know, you, if, you, if you build it right at the start and keep the, the running costs down, at least your monthly outgoings can be reduced because you're using greener energy you know, and, and you're, not, you're not so wasteful. So I thought that was, you know, this, this is probably my favourite project. When you look at all the other projects, this is probably the one that I like to look up the most. <laughs> 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 so with that in mind, we, you know, looking at those different projects, we're going to look at what, what, what is possibly best for Noah West and what, you know, for the housing, the housing uh, situation we can do here. So we're going to play a little game. Yeah, called What's Best for Noah West. So we've got all these alternatives in, in mind. I will remind you what they are. And we're going to play a little game called Snog, Marry, Avoid. <laughs> so, Snog do you want to just, ex <laughs> you just explain? Yeah. You, you don't have to pick, pick so from me. So if nobody's going around snogging houses, so, so the, the snog bit is the kind of, I'm interested, I'd like to get to know more about it. I'm not ready to, I'm not going to commit at the moment. So... Does, it, does anybody know a good divorce? Yeah. <laughs> I might need one. And, and then marry? Yeah, so, so the marry bit, is, this is my project for me. This is the one I really like. This is the one I'd like to spend the rest of my life with. <laughs> Potentially. And avoid, <laughs> which we don't uh, think really well, needs Yeah, we need don't need to explain, explain that one. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll ask our guests and then we'll ask the audience. Um, but we'll just remind you each of them before we do. Uh, so the first one, which you're going to uh, say if you would snog, marry or avoid, is so the Manchester one. So um, if the city just, the council just had a policy for the city that was capping that cost of what a home could cost, 30% of um, the average monthly income. So is that a snog, marry or avoid? What would we put that down as? This? Um, yeah, snog it. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the sound of it. How about you, Gillian? And you snog it. It's a popular project. Audience, what, what about you? So you think everybody's doing a lot of snogging in Manchester? <laughs> Manchester's the place. So let's go back to Brixton Green and this is to pay what you can. So think of it for your own perspective. Is it a, a snog marry or avoid? What about you, Gillian? Would you? I would avoid that one. There'd be so one. much conflict. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. It could cause quite a bit of um, friction, couldn't it? Uh, and how about you, Lewis? Um, I'd snog it because just because, like, I think it's a good idea. Um, in, just in terms of, like, if people can afford a certain amount, then, you know, yeah. there's no reason why there can't be some sort of... It's like, quite a socialist view, isn't it? It's quite a looking after those that are less unable to look after themselves. Yeah, I think it just kind of makes it a little bit fairer. Um, but I also agree that it, it could cause contention. Yeah. But then, you know, if you don't like it, then if you don't like it and you're paying more, then find some else to live. You can always opt out, yeah. yeah. Good, good, really good point, actually. Oh, yeah, so audience, what, what do you think? Do you agree with Gillian Lewis or do you have your own ideas? So for the um, bricks and green one, where you pay um, based on your income, would you snog, marry or avoid? Avoid. Avoid. Mm, yeah, interesting. Avoid, lots so there's of There's some interest in it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm with Julius, I'm quite interested. I think it could be a good idea, but they'd have to, you'd have to really get the detail right, I think. Yeah, so, same. So then the last one is the We Can Make House. 
Two. Uh, yeah. Well, don't forget, we got one other one, but you can oh, still sorry, do the yeah. week. You can still do the week and make house. Okay, so yeah, my, my, I jumped forward there. So the, the week and make house, is it a, a snog bear or a void? So what do you think? Uh, do it's a snog, I think. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> She's eyeing it up now. <laughs> if only I had the room. <laughs> So, what about the audience on that one? Snog, marry, or avoid the, the we can make house? I don't know, marry, or avoid. Oh, lots of marriage, lots of marriage. Wedding bells over here. <laughs> polygamous house, I think. Gillian, <laughs> remind me again, what was yours? It's good. Yeah. yeah, snog. It's snog. Okay, so we got some snogs and some marries. Um, so yeah, the last one's given back was um, Cambridge. So um, the idea of um, uh, coming up with a scheme where you place um, or match up uh, young people with older people. So the young people stay in the home with the old people, help out and be company. Um, and you actually pointed out that they might have some like really good life knowledge to yeah. share with the young people as well. It could definitely be some experiences really passed exchange. back and forth, can't they? And it'd be nice to get some intergenerational viewpoints and that. So yeah, Lewis, would you snog, marry or avoid the Cambridge project? Um, I, I would marry it. Um, again, I think it'd be interesting to see who they class as, who they class as young people and the type of people that they actually are pairing these people with. Because a lot of young people want homes to start families. So yeah, you know, for some young people, they can just stay at home and live, and live, so, with, yeah. old, and live with older people. Um, I guess you, I guess the the one thing that would give them is some sort of independence. But then there's still somebody in the house. I think, like as a as a, a like, says, like tackling the isolation thing and and marrying people up, I think is a really great idea. Um, but I don't I don't know if people would see it as a huge benefit moving from. <laughs> From one place with somebody into another place with somebody, as opposed to their own space. It's interesting, yeah. I, it, it came from it was Cambridge that one, wasn't it? And I yeah. think it was Cambridge, and they did use students. They did stipulate it was postgraduate students. I mean, I mean if you've got students living with old people, if they're if they're full blown students, then you might have a little bit of friction with the late nights and the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we were thinking. Gillian, <laughs> <laughs> what did you think on that one? That would be married. That would be the same sort of thing. It's like pairing up the right people would, to yeah. make sure there's the stability is there for the older as well as the person that needs the assistance. And yeah, it's it's it's, quite, it's kind of similar to the we can make project. If you have mm. somebody with a, with a house, you have somebody younger living in their garden. But you know, it's, it's that thing again. And it's it, you know, you've outgrown the house, so you're going to let somebody live in the garden. So it can work. I think it definitely can work. But again, it needs to be thought about, doesn't it? What about the audience? Do you think snog, marry, or avoid Ooh. the Cambridge? Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. So, Joe, what do you think? I thought the one that got the most proposals, marriage proposals, was yeah, I think it's, was it's the, the we can make. make. Yeah. Yeah. So the most the most attractive project. So it looks like we are doing the right project. If that is best. <laughs> Phew. <laughs> so I think we've already come surprisingly to the end, near the end of the show. Um, but before we do start talking about what we're going to do next, we have still got our artist somewhere, Sam at the back. Do you want to come up and say a little bit about what you've done or share anything, sure. what you've written? Um, so there was loads of really interesting ideas and like having rented in here for in Bristol for ages, I know a lot of it, like a lot of it really spoke to me. And some of the, the ideas were really cool. So I want to go back and focus on those. Um, but just in terms of what was raised today, this is kind of what I've come up with. 
Um, it goes like this. Uh, what value can you place on a home to help rebuild communities uh, at the benefit of one another? The cost of a story can't be quantified, and everyone knows that community is the one thing that they all have to say is great about, is best about Norwest. Boys and girls become men and women who outgrow the nest and have nowhere to spread their wings. But people get older than they used to, get lonely in homes too big for them that they can't afford, but they still know how to fly, and they can teach their wing beats to the young ones, because everyone here kisses like Mancunians. <laughs> their way, they only kiss as good as each other. And that's about as far as I got, but uh, we'll see where that goes. So I'm thanks for can um, see your finished poem because you're going to be going away and finishing off that is that right yep so there will be postcards uh, available uh, once the poems all finished and laid out uh, which will be through no bindings and uh, they'll be on sale to kind of raise awareness and get the word out there um, and see what people make of it get people more on board with this project and stuff cool thanks Sam so, what next? So, I mean, we're opening it after today's, today's show. Everybody's got starting to think about affordability and their, and, and their own affordability and where they live and how, how they can afford their place. Thanks, everybody, for coming along. I think we've reached the end yeah, now. Yeah, we have. We've kind of covered everything. So good. Thanks for those standing yeah. in who came in at the last minute. That we, <laughs> we so, we're just going to say <laughs> yeah, a last goodbye to... We, have, we are going to have listeners, so we're just going to say a little goodbye to them. So it's goodbye from me, Michaela. It's goodbye from me, John. Say bye, Shaq, bye, bye. <laughs> Thank you.